All right, welcome to this Faith Builders Church live stream. Uh, so good to be here, so good to be a part of uh, what is happening here at Faith Builders Church. So many amazing things. You know, the gates of hell are not going to prevail against God's church. And Faith Builders Church, hallelujah, is a place where you can find safety, you can find hope, you can find healing, and you can find right standing with your Heavenly Father. So uh, thank you for all you do to continue to contribute to the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ as well. It's such a blessing uh, to, 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 to serve at Faith Builders Church with so many incredible men and women of God. Just incredible. And, you know, we're going to continue on with part three tonight, a case for Christ. You know, we need a case for Christ. We need someone to go out into the highways and the byways and teach people about the simplicity of the finished work of Jesus Christ and the fact that if you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you are in right standing with God. The job's not done there. God wants to take you to places that you could never imagine. In fact, things beyond anything that you could ever ask or think. And really, the gospel is what draws all that out of us. You know, we'd rather be condemned and beat ourselves up sometimes and think of ourselves as not good enough and throw in the towel and do all those th kinds of things than to really just stand up and be a man or a woman of God uh, in faith and belief that God has made a way where there seems to be no way through this incredible man, Jesus Christ. Christ, the anointing and the anointed one, you know, anointing you, empowering you with his power. The same power that raised Christ from the dead lives and abides inside of the believers. But we're going to need to have faith. We're, we're going to need to walk in faith, you know, rather than our feelings and our emotions or, you know, this or that or the other. I'm going to talk to you tonight a little bit about, you know, this case for Christ and how you can really uh, see yourself through a story that's found in Luke. But before we get into that, I want to read a couple other scriptures to you. Uh, one is found in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. It says, God blesses those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. What is righteousness? Right standing between you and God. And, you know, God blesses those who hunger for that righteousness, who don't just set it on a shelf somewhere and well, you know, things didn't work out. That's just the way it is. No, God's promises are yes and amen to those who believe and call to, according to His heavenly purpose. God is trying to get you to yes. And He's going to do that through the gospel. But you're going to have to hunger for this gospel. You're going to have to hunger for this right standing before God, you know, and say, no, that's it. No, I, I, I'm right before God. And, you know, not because I'm good, but because... Jesus is awesome, Jesus is my way, and Jesus has made that way where there seemed to be no way, and you know what, I'm going to get out of my head and into my life, I'm going to get out of my emotions and my feelings and my discouragement and all of the things that I might tell myself that are contrary to this incredible finished work of Jesus Christ, and I'm going to begin to declare over my life and over every person's life I come in contact with that Jesus has set me free from the power and the influence of sin, not from sinning. Praise the Lord. I'm going to fall short of the glory of God. The Word of God says that if any man says that he does not sin, he is a liar and he has nothing to do with God. 
You see, if there wasn't a sin nature, if there wasn't a reason for Christ, then why did He come? He came to give you life and to give, it, give you life more abundantly. Jesus became poor in everything that you might become rich in everything. These are the promises of God. This is the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. And me as a man of God, I'm going to stand here all the days of my life as long as God will allow me to in a pulpit. I wouldn't care if I had a fold-up table on the side of the road. Praise the Lord. You've got to hear about this gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ, that God just wants to reconcile you to Him, and all you need to have is a measure of faith to believe it. And you know what? If you'll believe it with all your heart and you'll confess it with your mouth, you will be saved. Not just saved to go to heaven someday, praise the Lord, that's going to happen, but you'll be saved from everything you'll ever encounter in this life as well. He overcame the world because He knew you could not do it in and of yourself. Praise the Lord, somebody. Matthew 6.33 Seek the kingdom of God above everything else and live righteously and He will give you everything you need. Live righteously. You are in right standing with God through Jesus Christ. You've got to live as if that's true, even though you are falling short of the glory of God. You've got to raise the standard of your life. Raise it to Jesus. There's no ceiling to this gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. He wants to liberate you. In fact, there's no such thing as freedom anywhere without Christ. Man's works just are not good enough. But Christ's works are more than enough. Can I get an amen out there? Hallelujah. I want to talk to you a little bit about the prodigal son tonight because I think it's an excellent example of kind of where a lot of us are, you know, where we kind of leave the way of God and then, you know, we try to come back, but then, you know, others don't think you're good enough and you've gone too far and you did too many bad things and, you know, you're never going to overcome in your life. That's just the way it is. That's a bunch of nonsense. That is not the gospel. You, you, you shouldn't be condemned. You, you should be convicted of your sin. And once you're convicted of your sin, confess your sins to God. and You'll be faithful to forgive you of your sins. But in Luke 15, 11 through 32, I'm going to read this and we'll stop along the way and, and kind of talk about this. But this is an excellent story of the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. And I hope that it blesses you tonight. It says right here, it says, Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me everything, uh, uh, give me my share of the estate. So he divided the property between the two of them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. Boy, he must have been a bad person. Well... Was he a bad person or was he making mistakes in his life and just not getting them right with God? You see, no matter how far you've gone, God is calling you back, okay? And we're going to see that in the story. It says, after he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country and he began to be in need. And I think many of us, you know, we've 
we inherit all the blessings of God, and we, we ask God for all those blessings, and then we fall short of the glory of God, and then leave the church for a while because we're not good enough, and we're all condemned, and the whole thing, and then we find ourselves out there in the world, and you know we're just like, man, I've got to get my life back to Christ. And, you know, too many times we've lost everything in that process to where if we would have just stayed and maintained the right standing, the righteousness of God in Christ in our lives and say, you know what, I have a need for Christ in my life and I'm going to get this right with God and I'm going to remain in right standing with Him. doesn't matter what people think. doesn't matter what you think of yourself. It just matters that you can renew your mind in accordance with the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ and get that mind set on things above. Hallelujah. It says, so he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country. This is the the son that went off and, and squandered all of his money. Who sent him to his field to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. Some of you who are out in the world right now, maybe watching this, this message, I tell you, you may have come to the end of yourself, but I tell you, God's, God's right there with you. He's going to stick closer than a brother, and he's right there. He's, he's in your midst, and he's calling you back to his church. He's calling you back to, you know, this incredible gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ, which has nothing to do with your sin. It has to do with overcoming your sin, and that's what Christ accomplished so that you can be in right standing with him right now. You can do that. It says, when he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? Maybe you're out there right now and going, man, I wonder how many of the believers over there at Faith Builders Church are still doing what God's called them to do. I wonder if I could just get back over there and get reconciled with the church again and, and get back you know, to Christ and get back to the good news of the gospel and get my life back on track for the things of God. It says, here I am starving to death. <laughs> that may be where you're at right now. It's okay. It's okay. Declare, declare that a failure and just come on back and get your life right with Christ. Get plugged back into the church. It says, I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called uh, your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. I tell you, that mindset is a mindset that is very far from the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. That is a mindset that says, you know what, I've gone too far, I've done too much, I'm not worthy you know, of, of, of having a relationship with my Heavenly Father, and you know what, maybe I can just you know, get some scraps. Maybe I, maybe I could just you know, find a way to, to, to be close to Him, but you know, maybe, maybe not good enough to maybe ever even get to heaven. You've got to shrug all that stuff off. You've got to receive the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Anyone who believes in Him will never perish, but have eternal life with Him. Never perishing. Never perishing. Never going too far. Doesn't mean that you keep going that direction. It means you get that right with God and you come back and you say, you know what, I want to get my life right with Jesus Christ. But don't do it in condemnation. Don't do it in guilt. Don't do it in all that stuff because then you're negating the need for Jesus Christ. The need for Christ is, 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 is your sin. You're never going to stop sinning. You're, you're never going to overcome sinning until you get to heaven. 
But you can overcome the influence of that sin and continue to walk in the goodness and mercy of God all the days of your life. You can do that. It says, But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. This is Jesus. I mean, he's seeing you in your state. He knows you've, you've done all the stuff you shouldn't have been doing. He knows you walked away from him, but he is filled with compassion for you, even though you are a long way off. He's still drawing you to himself. It says he ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. He didn't run to a servant. He didn't run to someone who's condemned. He ran to his son, his daughter. You are the son. You are the daughter that God, that Jesus sees afar off and wants to embrace you and has compassion for you. It says, the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your Son, again, is far, that's as far away from the gospel as you could ever get. You've got to see yourself as the son or the daughter of Jesus Christ, regardless, regardless of what you did, both good or bad. You are the child of God. It says, but the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. I can just see Jesus running to every person watching this. Running to you, embracing you, giving you the mantle, the anointing of God, cloaking you with that giving you the power of authority that that ring represents and putting shoes on your feet to carry the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ everywhere that you will go. It says, bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and now he is found. So they began to celebrate. You know, it's interesting to me that not only did he give him the robe, not only did he give him the ring, not only did he give him the sandals on his feet, but he also shed blood. That is Christ. It's all about that blood. That fatted calf killed that fatted calf, and there was blood that was shed. And that is representative of the blood of Jesus Christ, which makes you want to celebrate, which makes you not dead but alive, which makes you not lost but found. And it makes you want to just, I mean, come alive in everything that Christ is. This is all for you. Every last ounce of this. Meanwhile, the other son was in the field. That is the other guy that's going to point the finger back at you. Watch out. It says, when he came near the house, or the house of God, let's call it, or the church, let's call it. When he came near the church, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him, what's going on here? Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed a fatted calf because he, he has him back safe and sound. Well, his brother doesn't uh, respond in kind, but what's interesting here is the father killed the fatted calf, or there's the blood of Jesus Christ, 
because he has him back safe and sound. You know, a lot of the world doesn't want to hear that. They don't want to hear about the blood of Jesus Christ. And sometimes your own brother doesn't want to hear about the blood of Jesus Christ. But Jesus wants to hear about the blood of Christ. Your father wants to hear the blood of Jesus Christ. I want to hear the blood of Jesus Christ over your life. And I'll always declare that over any person, no matter how far you've run from God. It says here, the older brother became angry and refused to participate. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, look, all these years I've been slaving for you and you and, and never disobeyed your orders. There's the law. There it is. There's the works of man. There's the law, right? Yet you never gave me a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fatted calf for him. And his father goes, you better believe it, man. The difference between him and you is that you didn't realize that the blood was already here. That fatted calf I just killed for him, you could have had at any time of your life. Hallelujah. I love the grace and the mercy of God. He said, my son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and now he's alive again. He was lost and now he is found. I wonder how many times in the Christian walk where we walk away from this gospel, just like the, the brother who stayed with his father. And we can't see the finished work of Jesus Christ in the life of another person. I'll tell you, the, the gospel is there, but we as the church can't condemn our brother when they come back. We have to embrace our brother. We have to make sure that the anointing of God is cloaked back over them, that the power of God through that ring on their finger is there again, and the shoes of peace and the shoes of the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ are placed on their feet. We need to ensure that the blood of Jesus Christ is, I mean, at the crux of this entire thing. Never negate the blood of Christ. No matter what your brother has done to you, no matter what you have done to your brother, get over it, get past it. Walk in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Ask God to forgive you of all your sins. Do what the Bible says and pray for your enemies. Don't go after them. Don't negate them from the promises of God, which are yes and amen. Lead them back to the gospel. Lead yourself back to the gospel with them. Renew the gospel back into your life once again. It is the only way you're ever going to meet your heavenly Father. It is this gospel. It is your right standing. It is your brother and your sister's right standing. It is the lost who need to have this understanding of who Jesus Christ is so that they can get themselves reconciled with the Father. There's so much going on in the world right now. So much turmoil in our country happening right now. And I'm hearing very little of the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. Pray for your brother. Pray for your sister. Reach out if you need help. Don't be condemned in your state any longer. 
The church is strong. The church is mighty. The, the, the blood of Jesus is here to meet every one of your needs. But you're going to have to have the faith to receive that. You may not feel it. You may not, you know, life may not all of a sudden take on a whole new meaning for you all at one time. Don't worry about all that stuff. Continue to walk in who you are in Jesus Christ. Continue to walk knowing you've been bought by, uh, with a price. Continue to know that there is no weapon that's formed against you that can prosper in the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ, which is a finished work that no man can boast of. Listen, every one of us, I need the gospel in my life right now to even preach this message to you. I need the gospel right now just to to be able to do anything that I'm going to do in my life. Without the gospel, you see, it's of no use. It's not eternal works. God just wants you reconciled to Him. And if you'll receive this gospel that I've been talking about over the past three weeks, you will overcome in every area of your life. But if you don't choose to walk in faith in accordance with the gospel that I'm talking about, you are not going to experience what I'm talking about. You're going to have to wait till you get to heaven someday and and then experience it there. Listen, God wants you to experience it right here, right now. Jesus said, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus made a way for that kingdom to come to this earth. We need to walk in those kingdom dynamics which is the faith and the finished work of Jesus Christ that has made you right in the the sight of God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ, a brand new creation in Him. Behold, everything in your life in the gospel becomes new. Well, we have come to the end of this message. I hope it has blessed you. I hope that you're seeing yourself the way God sees you. And I hope that you're, 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 you have this incredible fire burning in you now that just reassures you that you are in right standing with God. If you're not in right standing with God, I want you to say this prayer with me. You may have uh, you know, uh, said the sinner's prayer before and maybe walked away. Or maybe you need to receive Jesus for the first time. This is your opportunity. Say this prayer together with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Make me the righteousness of God in Christ. Jesus, I make you the Lord of my life. I willingly give you my life. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen and amen. I hope you said that prayer tonight, and I hope you said that prayer with all your heart. Never forget to reach out and let others know that you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Your first opportunity is just to drop a message in the feed below. Let us know that you, you, you came back to Christ. Let us know that, that you've received Christ for the first time. You can also go to our website at fbimaz.com. We have discipleship um, uh, materials available there so you can start to understand your walk in Christ. I also want to personally invite you to Faith Builders Church. Pastor Barb's going to have an amazing message this Sunday just for you. Until then, God bless you all and walk in the finished work of Jesus Christ.